0: Coming to you from the Strings and Things studio in Ventura, California, this is the Strings Unraveled podcast.
1: Welcome back. Glad you're listening again. So this is our second episode. Number two. Yeah. Thank you for all the... um... Great response we got from the first one. I got people telling us that they listened to the whole thing, which I was surprised because it was so long, so <laughs> I was glad to hear that. <laughs> I had trouble
0: re-listening to the whole thing. <laughs> it's hard to listen to yourself talk. It is very I different just, experience. Yeah, I just focused on what you guys talked about. <laughs> 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 seeing myself out.
1: Um, so why don't we start off with what we are working on?
0: Well, I have quite a list. <laughs> I talked last time about how I am monogamous to my three-at-a-time projects, but those three have shifted without me finishing. Oh, I did finish one of the three. I was working on the rainbow stripe kimono sweater for my daughter, and I finished that. Uh, it's been far too hot for her to consider even wearing it. I uh, just to even take a picture. But I have moved over to three different things. I am I'm doing my my first outside test knit for someone. Um, the designer is Nancy Ricci. She goes by getting pearly with it on Instagram. And um, the sweater's called My Boy Lollipop. And I I wouldn't normally volunteer to test knit something, but I had been seeing it pop up on Instagram and thinking how much I really wanted that sweater. It's a really cute cropped um, scoop neck raglan top down top in worsted weight. So it looks really fast and really cute and like I could wear it to the office all the time. So I started trolling, looking for it on Ravelry and only to find out it wasn't published yet and she was looking for test knitters. So I made it in about three or four days. <laughs> it was very fast and very fun as promised and it's really well written. She should have it published by, uh, I think her plan is late September. So the sweater's called My Boy Lollipop. I was looking for it because yours is so cute. I was like, I want to make one of those too. When can I do that? And I saw it was like late September. So I got to remind myself when it comes out. I don't know if she got all the bust sizes tested. Mm. So I should ask too many things going on. I can wait till (laughs) late September. Then I also have another one that stole my heart, which is called Stern by Corey Ellen Boberg. And that is a knit along that UU is hosting. Um, unfortunately, I'm not using Yu yarn, which I would love to make another one out of one a of the third cute. one? Yes. <laughs> That's my new thing, making three of things. Uh, oh, I have a second My Boy Lollipop started, but Guildenstern has really stolen my heart. I'm making two at the same time. I did not know that. <laughs> one in, like, I'll show you. One in pretty purpley plums. So to celebrate my birthday last week, I started, two in celebration of two n- a new year, I started new sweaters. So this one's all purpley and I plums. I saw this one. And I went from dark to light back to dark. It's a striping pattern where you go through four colors in three sections. Ooh, and like then my second one is more neutral colors, black, gray, cocoa color and then it'll end with like a peridot limey Mm. green Um, and they're working up really fun and fast and it's all it's a sea of stockinette but it's delightful and the yarn I'm using is very spongy and cushy um, superwash merino from a company I don't really know anything about it's called Carlton Yarns and I have seen it like at other I saw it at a knit shop in LA this last weekend um, but otherwise I've never seen it before I've never heard of it um, but I like it; it's real good. Um, but if you can't find Carlton Yarns, you should go check out UU. They have she put together like s- tons of really cute four color palettes that you can buy as a kit. Um, and then the thing I've been waiting for for like two weeks, well, Pom Pom Magazine tormented us with their very good Instagram feed to make the Ixchel sweater, which is their cover sweater. It's gorgeous. I'm not starting that yet, because that is like a a carrot on a stick for me to finish some other things. I am instead starting the Saridwen pullover, which is this gorgeous gray all over cable pullover, but I have been wanting an orange sweater for a month or so now, and um, I'm using my orange Rowan Pure Wool Superwash Worsted. I just, I just looked up the actual uh, name of that yarn today, <laughs> um, that's really and I have just enough, Karen double-checked my, sw- my stash that's here when I was at home, and I have exactly the right amount of yarn, so the knitting god said, make this sweater out of this yarn, and there's your orange delicious sweater. And you bought yarn for each show I bought yarn for e-show. I really want to make that. <laughs> it's so, it, that's the cover sweater of the magazine. It's gorgeous. So pretty. Um... And that I'm going to do in this pretty dark charcoal. I think it was called From Dusk Till... Or Lost in the Dusk. I'm sorry. It's Haver Land Yarns, who's having for two or three more days. Probably you won't get to hear this until it's done already. <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> she sells on Etsy, though. Yeah. You can follow her on Instagram. Um, she had a trunk show at the Altered Stitch in Studio City Valley Village, California. And I took myself on a little date there. And I bought the perfect colors for that. I'm going to do a reddish orange. So I'm kind of feeling a blood moon for my shell, which we've had, like, we've already had two blood moons this year. Oh. And I don't think we're set for, like, any more for five or six years or some long distant time. I'm sure if you're an astronomer, you could correct me on that. Um, please do. I'd love to know when, it, when the next blood moon is. Um, and... Then I also maybe personal shopped for my two friends here, and they got yeah. pretty colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got get- a text message that
1: says, "I'm here, pick something." And I was like, "Okay." I was in the car. <laughs> I was like, "I will pick something right now." No, that one, I picked
2: that one. I said, "Surprise me." And she's that, like, "That's too much pressure." The, the two that you got so, are so
0: good. Yes, but don't don't do that. My son does that in restaurants, and he turns to the waiter. Pick for the ten year old says, "Surprise me." <laughs> I want to reach across the table and throttle him. The wait- waiters and waitresses never react no, to him, though. they probably don't appreciate that. I'm sure they do not. So what are your oh. colors?
1: Is that
2: rainbow sushi? Uh, No, it's Hawaiian Punch. Oh. like As in, That's how'd cute. you like to have a nice Hawaiian Punch? <laughs> if you're old enough to remember that commercial. <laughs> and it is this gorgeous cream-based speckle with... Um, Deep, uh, deep, rich oranges, like a red orange and yellow, pops of yellow, and flecks of, I guess, an orangey pink and green, little bits of black, but it pairs beautifully Mm -hmm. with Lady Orange, which is like, I've never been an orange person, but this is like the best part of any goldfish Mm -hmm. that, you know, Koi Pond. Yes, it's it's gorgeous. Those two are super
0: pretty. Despite my, like, lust for an orange sweater, I'm not usually an orange person either. And this, if it were in worsted and DK, I would abandon my... See, <laughs> There's a lot of worsted yarn on the table
1: staunch. right now. <laughs> but
2: you know what I like, and you, uh, whether I even know I like it or not, you know what would look good for me. Yeah. So I totally trust Hawaiian you to Hawaiian Punch out.
0: was no problem. Like, when you that's said a great pick, color. pick me a speckle, I was like, that's that, that, one. that was easy.
2: Um, and when I looked on the uh, at the picture that you had, I kind of I had on my phone, and you, I had to blow it way, way, way up, mm-hmm. and hope it didn't pixelate too much. But that orangey speckle is what
0: like, jumped I out. I you yeah. So when you That's pick that, surprising. so when you put
2: that in your hand, I'm like, oh, see, I could totally. You could pick anything for me, and I would totally love it. And then you had the orange which was the other thing that caught my eye or mm-hmm. you had the teal but the teal was overpowering it was
0: boring the i the orange mean, is I'm super sorry fun. haverland your none of your yarn is boring but on the spectrum of awesome yarns the teal was not the most exciting thing yeah. on the it
2: wall. it was it was a typical robins egg looking yeah. yeah yeah you know i'm sure it's a great solid to
1: pair with yes. something i got yes. what was mine Burnt offering? Burnt offering, yeah. yeah. And it's like this great yellow with like, it could read as a solid, and I might use it as a solid, like pair it with a speckly thing. Mm -hmm. But it has speckles of its own, but it's mostly just yellow with some shades and all kinds of good stuff.
0: And unfortunately, even though I acquired these yarns, I don't remember the names of mine for real. (laughs) (laughs) I just got like a cool reddish orange and a really cool charcoal. I'll report back on what the colors are. All of her colors are great. I used her,
1: the pink. Body of my Sunset Highway is her yarn. Well, that's that's so her Conversation Hearts
0: colorway. That and I've used and one. I've used
1: another one of hers before. I've used a couple of hers before. I have some great socks in her self-striping yarn.
0: Did she do the droid colors? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I have my so BB8 I socks are hers, mm-hmm. and I
1: also have Sanderson Sisters socks. They're my <laughs> Halloween socks. <laughs> Say that. that I fast. remember
0: you getting that. Yep. I really like those. I was surprised that none none of the three of us bought the Frankenstein. I Even know. Even though I have lustily thought about yep. buying
2: that so many times, well, when it was
0: right there for me to buy,
2: maybe it was being cheap. But when you when I looked it up on the website, I guess in the Etsy shop, it was five dollars cheaper. Hmm. I'm like, it was thirty. Instead, I thought, well, it's it's
0: I thought it's the equivalent of well, a skein of yarn what shipping or shipping cost all that. Is. So maybe it oh was, maybe it you equi- would have been up for it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I was buying a sweater's worth of yarn, so I was not being cheap, but, <laughs> yeah. but I was being conservative, let's say. <laughs> oh, but I can't wait to do Ixtl. Yeah. Um, but I have enough back. on my plate right here in front of me. I have a secret project that um, I'll probably, I'll be able to talk about after we, you know, next time we record, but um, I can't talk about it right now. So I have to finish... My Guildensterns, and I'll probably finish my second My Boy Lollipop. sered when will be shelved soon so that I can work on my secret project. Cool. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm working on. That's
2: your needles.
1: So I am currently working on um, a pattern called the Breeze Racerback by Jesse Mae Martinson. Um, I follow her on Instagram and she's got this great series of patterns that are coming out. Um, This is a tank top, like a racerback tank top knit in fingering weight. I'm using Madeline Tosh sock in the Holy Festival colorway. So it's very loud and obnoxious and bright and colorful and I love it. Perfect. Everybody needs like a hot pink rainbow colored, you, you know clown barf sweater, right? Yes. Yeah. Clown barf, barf <laughs> sweater. Clown barf sweater. So that's what is uh, in my hands right now. Um, I finished, I'm also working on my Tecumseh sweater, which you know, I'm at the ribbing on the body and then I have the sleeves to go. The sleeves aren't super long, so I it won't take me long to finish it. I just have to finish it. Um, but it's huge and it's hard to work on when it's hot outside because it's a lot of wool. Um, and I finished another range backpack. Um, this one is all in another one. wax canvas. That's my oh it's fourth one. Yeah. Um maybe fifth. No, it's my fourth one. Oh, I know okay. it's my fourth one. <laughs> um <laughs> that one's all in wax canvas. It's like a mustardy yellow and a gray at the bottom. I made that. I made uh I finished my V back tee my test knit that I was working on. The pattern's out now, so you could cast on if you want to. It Ooh. is really really cute. On it, is, what I, is the I, name it is of it is cute. It's called the V-back tee by Just Jamie Hoffman. So cute. Um I was a little wary of it when it came off the needles it looked really weird but i tell people not to knock it till you block it <laughs> which was like so true of this sweater i was like there's no way this is gonna look like anything and then i blocked it and i put it on and i was like this looks really cute that's <laughs> and i actually wore it to work one day i was it like looks so it cute. made it me happy so cute. that
0: was that's wisdom of the ages yeah what you just said don't, don't knock, knock it till it you block, block it. it oh i
1: read that online somewhere i can't take credit for it but yeah but it's I like very it. true
2: um, Lots of things look better, have a bit more mm-hmm. finished look it once you block it.
1: Yep, yeah. and Absolutely. most of the time I tell people that, and then they come back and they're like, "It looks so much better after you blocked it." It's like, yeah, well, there you go. Truth, <laughs> truth, truth. Like um, like
2: ironing sometimes makes th-
0: things look better, but usually I'm satisfied not to iron. I hate ironing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay not to iron. I only iron things the first when I'm making them. Yeah. And that's the only time in their whole lives that they're going to get ironed, unless we're wearing them to a wedding, Mm -hmm. because I really love the way that, you know, my family looks dressed up and tight. Yeah.
1: I have two irons in my studio and zero irons at home, so that could tell you how much I iron. <laughs> I
0: almost have zero irons irons at home. My husband put my third iron in my car to bring here. Yeah, and then I was like, mm, something in my conscience feels like I should. Keep we should one keep an iron at home.
2: Just well, the iron at home is for other people's use, not for mine. <laughs> Although one time thought, Karen
1: like, emailed me and was like, at the middle, almost the middle of the night, was like, um, do you have an iron at your house? I'm coming over right now. <laughs>
2: Well, that's why that's why I needed to buy one because my husband's about to go on a business trip and he had no iron shirt. Well, so you I'm can't like, do that anymore because both of my irons are here at the studio. Well, that's when I went out and I bought an iron to dedicate. So apartment. if I have a middle of <laughs> the night here,
0: emergency, you can go to Kara's house. I can house go to Karen's house too. That's true. Um, I have one iron at home, but I'm not
1: sure where the ironing board is. set, like, a towel out on the counter. that's my figure. That's not important, is it? You can Uh, iron on just about any surface, especially if you're teaching someone else to do it. Yeah. Okay. So I finished that sweater, shirt, technically it's a shirt. Um, It's a five-color fade. I'm very happy with my fade. It's, like, the most fadey fade I've ever done. It, like, blends super well. fade. Yep. I'm very happy with it. And I made a fanny pack. Um...
0: That
1: was very cute. It was cute. It's a little small because I made it to take with me um, when we went out of town last weekend. And I used it. I can fit, like, my phone and my keys in it. Not a whole lot else. Um, It's got a little front pocket, so I stuck, like, my ID and debit card in there. But as, like, a vacation fanny pack, sometimes you want to carry a little bit more things. didn't fit everything, but it is very cute and it was easy to make. Um, That's the Fennel Fanny Pack Pattern by Sarah Kirsten. Um, it was easy. It was fun. And that is about all I am working on right now. I need to finish Tecumseh. I was hoping I could tell you guys in this episode that I had finished Tecumseh and I didn't do it. So <laughs> it's still a work in progress. Okay. And life I'll finish life it. And
0: summer. Hopefully I'll finish it by next episode. <laughs> it's a very distracting thing to see someone working on because it's very cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But I have my list of things that is mm-hmm. on the horizon. And yep. I, I will just enjoy yeah, you wearing your finished one. In
1: February, maybe, when it gets cold outside. So <laughs> <That's true. laughs> You'll model it once. That's true. Right? I'll wear it once for, yeah. like, five minutes, and then I'll yeah. take it off
0: "It was too up. hot. Yeah. I look forward to seeing your Instagram picture. <laughs> what are you working on, Karen?
2: So I'm working on a no knitting. No knitting at no, all. No knitting at all. Well, that's oh, good. Oh, you can wait, wait. balance. Yeah, I only <laughs> well, knit it. because <laughs> I'm like sewing like crazy. Uh, awesome. Lots of different things. I am working on a crochet thing because when we, I sat down to look at my upcoming class schedules because we're getting ready to put the next set of classes out. I realized I didn't have anything crochet. So I've got this, i have doing working on Melt by Elena Fedotova. I like a lot of her stuff. And I'm using, it's kind of a swancho style sweater where it's a really deep yoke. It's a kind of a yoke that doesn't, that kind of goes way down so your like arm. The tecumseh. It's like it's got yeah. short little sleeves and a long <laughs> yoke. Yeah, little, and the sleeves are really just ribbing around the opening of this giant swancho. It's meant to have like over 15 inches of ease, lots and lots yeah. of ease. but it's really fun. I'm alternating it's it's round in the it looks like it's in the round, but I'm actually going to the beginning of my round, slipping a stitch, turning, and going to so join it's it. Like rows, it's kind of like rows, but it's joined. It's joined rows. That's a great stitch pattern. Yeah, it's re- it has this really neat rib texture, like a horizontal rib texture, just by working every row in single crochet with through the back loop, mm-hmm. and then it it you, it breaks up where you're do- working. Um, I've never done this before, so this was kind of fun. A front post, double crochet, t- two together.
0: Oh my goodness! Is that what's making that kind of cable? Back? Yeah, that's what's making that cable diamond
1: shape. That's huh. really fun. So, like this and this come together to make uh-huh. two together. Yeah. Oh, so you'll
0: you'll do
2: on the wrong side. You'll do a bunch of double crochets to help set up your space, right. and then you'll do single crochets, and then you'll do this texture that zigzags, mm-hmm. and then you do another round. You'll turn it and go back and do a bunch of more double crochets. And then you'll close the zigzags by, and it makes these really cool diamond shape. That's cool. Um, it has a really nice, it's kind of like, it fits on your shoulder like a boat neck, but it has a nice collar, like a cowl type thing. So I'm, I'm exor- enjoying this and I've repurposed some blue sky wool stock worsted. It's um in the really really pretty you know I I like blues of all shades and so this one is actually more of an ice blue but it's very tonal. You would think think I have some of that in my stash
1: Mm -hmm. and maybe even that same color. I've done the fingering
2: weight, but this um, it's like a DK weight, right? It it's a DK. They're calling it worsted, but it really is more of a like a heavy DK light worsted.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it depends on if I'm looking at
2: it. It says it's five to six inches stitches to the inch if you're knitting on a 6 to an 11 which gives you a pretty broad range but anyway i like it because the colors even though it's a a pale it's only semi-solid i get really bored easily having to have a solid color Mm -hmm. so at least if it's tonal it keeps me it keeps my my squirrel brain Mm -hmm. engaged
0: it um it's nice though because it reads as a solid
2: Mm-hmm. It reads us all, but when it's you're working Heather? through it, it's a very, yeah, it's a very subtle yeah. shading. It's pretty. It seems to have a good body to you. Do you think that's an important choice for that pattern? It is. I now also, okay, gauge, 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 oh. gauge. I, I had a customer mistress. ask me, do I, ha- I'm starting a sweater, do I have to do a gauge swatch? And no. I told her. You don't have to. Well, I said, <laughs> you should always, yeah. because if you want success, you should do that. And then when I chained on, I did not do a game. But- oh! hey, there you go. And that- I thought that neck is humongous. <laughs> and so I... I- Listen to my own advice after ripping it back. You don't have to do a yeah. gauge swatch if you if want, you want your sweater success, to fit. Yeah. You
1: should knit yeah. a gauge that's, swatch. That's, that's how true. I wanted
0: to finish that. That sentence.
1: makes me crazy when people are like, "I always knit to gauge that the pattern says." I'm like, how, did do it th- how do you know? The do you first try, or do you test it and and it every your nails. every designer is different too. So how can you know that?
2: Well, that's true. Because <laughs> just lucky, you can't. It doesn't matter if you are going to the gauge of the yarn. You have yeah. to match the gauge of the designer. And yeah. for this particular designer. I needed to go down from an H to a G to get gauged so that this wouldn't mm-hmm. be humongous. Now, I could have got my rose a whole lot faster, but it would
0: have, it would have, in- it would have been a me. gift for someone else. <laughs> or like, um, there's somebody, one of our knitters calls when she doesn't, she doesn't want to do gauge watches and she knows what the consequences are and she calls it a Cinderella sweater. She will find someone it fits.
2: Oh, okay, okay, then, I'm that's not, one way to I'm live your life. I'm not
0: guys. that kind of generous human being, so I will not Cinderella sweater. But well, you could have had a Cinderella okay. sweater.
2: But I, it wasn't like... It's the right blue to be wait, a Cinderella it sweater. Is. But it wasn't like I automatically made the right choice of swatching. Instead, I said, oh, I can just adjust the numbers <laughs> yeah. and I can fudge it. But I realized this is a class sample. And yeah. if, you should probably make it to pattern. And I kind of need to make it to pattern because yeah. someone else is going to say well How did you get that? that what size is that and that fits that fits and their 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 version of that size will not fit the weight so i thought no, 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 rip it back do the right thing i did but mostly what i'm doing is that's the only fibery kind of thing i'm mostly mm-hmm. doing a lot of sewing mm-hmm. um i'm sewing a quilt by angela walters for my son's girlfriend's birthday I got the top all done, and that was really fun because I learned how to do a Y seam. Um, and also, how to press the Y seam so that it doesn't look really, really horrible. Instead, if you just press it the right way, it looks beautiful. What's <laughs> the name of the pattern? It's called Braided Star. It's really perfect. Um, and we, we um, she doesn't really know what it's gonna look like. She only, uh, I've only shown her like little t- uh, little Tidbits. t, t- teaser tidbit picks what's
0: Um, the occasion it's her birthday it's her
2: birthday and i i love my son because he budgeted and he paid for the stuff and he even paid me a little bit something for my labor Wow, because she's she's very important to him um i'm also participating in a quilt along called leaf peepers quilt That is a collaboration between whole circle studios which is sherry Sephali Moril, I don't know her whole name, how to pronounce that properly, so I'm sorry if I did that wrong, and Leah Day. Um, and it's nice, each week You they have videos at their website that give you tips and tricks. And this is a whole lot of piecing, uh, lots of half-square triangles, but when you put them together, um, they make this really neat fall quilt and it can be a table runner or you can, it can be like a little lap quilt. I've got a lot of fabric, so I may make it just a bigger quilt, but it's just fun to make these squares and it's using not cork fabric, but a fabric looks like that looks like cork yeah. in really pretty colors and a little bit of metallic. That, it looks really pretty.
0: It's gorgeous.
2: So I might make the table, let it just go go ahead and be a table runner if I can finish it up before and get it quilted before Thanksgiving, and it'll be be on our table.
0: Oh, that'll be so. Or maybe we'll decorate it here for the. Oh, that'd be so pretty. (laughs) I would like that because I'm selfish and I want it to see. And and I want to see it.
1: (laughs) Have either of you sewn with like actual cork? before no I I've haven't but I it. want it because Super Buzzy has it that's what I've
2: heard I need to and get over there and buy a it
0: bag maker that I follow that mm-hmm. does that mm-hmm. and it looks real cool yeah you would
2: use that in place of a canvas and yeah it's there's a sturdy
0: looking
1: I've seen it's a recommended fabric for a lot of the noodle head patterns which are mm-hmm. the ones I've been working on and I need to get over to, to Super Buzzy and buy it because somebody told me it was there and I was like well I didn't know I could find that I thought I'd have to order it online. No,
2: when I was getting stuff for my range backpack, Mm -hmm. she had just got it in the shop, and I'm like, I want to buy it for range, but she hadn't had it priced up yet, and I needed it. Um, Yeah. But I get compliments on my backpack. I love that backpack. Yeah, me too. So other than that, I'm sewing a lot of stuff. I'm working on on the, you know, we're strings and things, and I'm more about the things right now. (laughs) So upcoming classes is like a weaving, woven. Well, <laughs> I can speak <laughs> woven beaded bracelet class. So I'm That's working on that on a well. really cute little little table, little tiny. I almost bought that loom. Is that the Pearl Soho one? It is, but you know what? I found a place that has it cheaper. Yeah. like eight bucks and, one. eight bucks and eight eight thirty instead of twelve fifty. Right, <laughs> I
1: had one when I, one when I was a kid, like the same little setup. It's got, little spring. It's,
2: it's got these little springs that really mm. h- keep your, your little tiny warp threads in line. I love it. That's fun. Because um, Anne suggested, go looking at Fire Mountain. Look someplace <laughs> else because you can save some money. And <laughs> that's true. I can. Um, and then I'm doing a, one other class that's kind of near and dear to my heart. It's one of those things I always wanted to do because my grandmother did it. and My grandmother, I was was I was I really, really close with her, and um, she tatted Mm-hmm. And I wish as a child I would have appre- or a young person I would have appreciated all the little tatted cross bookmarks that she made. Um, but I'm working on uh, different class samples. But in class though, I'm thinking that instead of going with normal tatting thread, which is kind of small, I'm going to size it up and use fingering. I've got a couple samples that are using fingering weight yarn because then you can get the process That'd of be it. And everyone's got finger wing, fingering mm-hmm. weight stash for all these gazillion shawls we're doing. Um, Tatting is, like, so mysterious to me. I have no concept of <gasps> oh, how it works so at fun. all. Okay.
1: I've seen people do it
0: with, like, all these little bobbins and stuff, no, no, and no, that's my grandma does it. No, that's, that's not taddings. Well, that's bobbin yeah, lace. See, I don't know anything. <laughs> that's also mysterious and cool. Yeah. yeah. But my grandma also taught me how to tat, and I'm apparently the only one out of her three daughters and her two granddaughters who she took the time to teach. And... It's something that I've had to relearn four times because if you don't use your knowledge, you mm-hmm. lose your knowledge. Well, that's so. why when
2: I was practicing at first with the tiny yarn, mm-hmm. the tiny thread, I couldn't wrap my head around it. But when I got to, I mean, look, when we teach socks, we mm-hmm. teach it on bigger yarn so mm-hmm. people can see their stitches and they can get a little farther. And I felt like with the, when I practiced on fingering weight yarn, I'm like, oh yeah. You can see your stitches easier. I can easier. see my stitches easier. And the trick is, waiting for the snap <laughs> when I okay. pull, a thread, yes. <laughs> yeah, when pull a thread yeah when I pull a thread it flips the knot and yeah. you can almost you can feel it pop totally and I'm like it. oh and you can yeah. feel it better on bigger yarn yeah. you yeah. know and see it better It's gonna be fantastic
1: so, I might have to fun. take that class because I really have no yeah. concept of what it is
0: because that's what my husband said while he was watching me do it he's like because I'm all about things that are fast and dirty right mm-hmm. and he's like watching me as I do this tiny little thing <laughs> where you get like very little progress mm-hmm. in an hour. Yeah. It's like, that doesn't look like something you're going to keep doing. <laughs> but actually with the,
2: if you size it up and I thought about how cool you could act. If you, even if you went to worsted weight yarn, mm-hmm. you could make like trivets yeah, or cool. other things that cool. are bigger for your table and you get that satisfaction. I mean the same reason why, why do we make super chunky bulky hats so yeah. we can get it done fast. Yes. That's I awesome. think that's going to so. be really
0: cool. So that's what I'm doing. And I think doing. people are going to be really attracted
1: to it. I just remembered another thing. Um, I'm messing around with rope baskets. Ooh. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> you made that? I made this today. It t- today? It, it was so fast. I thought it was going to take forever. It This that was like
0: professional. 45 like minutes.
1: It was fun. I've never done anything like it before. So I think I'm going to do this in class. I don't well, how did you do that? I have no concept. You like start in the center. You like coil the rope around it in yours. You can look at it. It's like a zigzag stitch that's. Securing it together. Oh
2: wait wait this is, you did this on your sewing yeah, machine. Yeah, on the sewing machine. But how did you get it to come up the sides? You'll have to take class and find out, uh-huh. Karen. Ah.
0: <laughs> An exchange of knowledge will happen.
2: Hey, I'll learn look- how to tat, and you can learn how and to. And look how clever you changed the color. I, I might have ran the out the of yellow or of white thread no, and switched to
0: yellow. We call that a design element.
2: Yes. No, I think that's a beautiful design element. But look how perfect it is. I know it's it was sturdy. really fun.
1: I want to make them in all sizes and different colors and stuff. I also saw somebody like paint the rope with like acrylic paint, like kind of splatter paint it first and then make the basket out of it. So I think it's like a a world of possibilities.
2: Oh, yeah. I want to say one more thing about tatting. Yeah. The thing I discovered is there are indie um, yarn dyers for tatting.
0: Yes. Oh, yes.
2: So cool. Just like you can buy your fingering weight yarn or your special indie dyer, mm-hmm. there's the the gal who teaches the t- one of the tatting classes on Craftsy. I didn't even realize it was the same gal. Mm-hmm. She has an Etsy shop where she has these beautiful hand painted threads for tatting. I'm like, oh man, they're that's beautiful. Cool. So anyway, that's it for what's what's on my what I'm doing. That's all. <laughs> That's I know family. Family eats. The Other things.
1: obligations. Ugh. Life. Real life. <laughs> so ben. the topic of our episode this week is: What is one of your greatest, or some of your greatest? Um, fails Epic. or yeah, when it comes to, we're going to talk about sewing cause we had some good stories to share. So, mm-hmm. um, who wants to start with their sewing fails?
2: I heard you, I heard Anne has a lot. She <laughs> failed a lot. I,
0: well, and, um, Don't we and, yes. Yeah. Yeah, we were, yeah. Karen and I were talking about this earlier that, um, and we, we tell you this, you probably heard us say this to you. Um, we know how to fix a lot of things because we screw up a lot too Mm -hmm. so please take it to heart we make mistakes um but particularly in sewing there when we started thinking about this as a topic there were two fails that were pretty good um one is so you know when project runway came out people were like you should totally do project runway Mm-hmm. no <laughs> never been appealing I can be inventive but I really do love following a beautiful sewing pattern that's mm-hmm. been tested and you can you know
1: rely follow on it. that <laughs> you can rely
0: on it the sizing is evident and easy to um check as you go along mm-hmm. um But I was feeling adventurous as a a teenage sewer, and my brother was getting rid of a ton of jeans, and um, Mm -hmm. that's all such good fabric. And so I was like, I'm going to cut these into different shapes, and I'm going to come up with some inventive, um, slim-fit jean (laughs) dress. Okay. And I don't exactly remember what my strategy was but it was like zero ease in denim and I think I like turned it like the jean upside down maybe so the uh, like I really can't remember what I did but I was using the legs as gores of some sort and like you could just barely zip it up around me and um I was like, this is very avant garde. I can't wait to show people this crazy thing I've made. So I like waddled downstairs because you like, I could have barely yep. moved my legs to walk. And they weren't stretch m- jeans. No, not stretch jeans. They were classic fit, like 501s from the late 90s. Um, and I go downstairs to show my mom, and she is being probably the kindest (laughs) that she ever has been in reacting to something. How do I like mom? And she's like... Well, that's really interesting. Yeah. Oh, you creative! <laughs> yeah. Well, look at what you came up with. <laughs> <laughs> and then my brother, whose jeans these were, he happened to walk in like he'd been out and about, and he walked in and he sees me wearing this concoction, and he's like, "Are you ever going to wear that in public?" <laughs> <laughs> like, well, maybe. I, might. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was planning on it. I thought I looked pretty good, and there's well, can nothing. You sit down? I never got that far. <laughs> um, I did, I think, so then I, like, there's nothing like an older brother. He's 10 years older than me, so he's probably, like, 25. I'm imagining I was 14 or 15, and he comes in and has this horrified reaction, and we judge, like, you know, how your brothers and your dad mm-hmm. judge you is, like, a pretty good gauge for yeah. how, um, how you want to be received out in the world. Anyway, so his reaction was, like it sealed it for me. I understood what I had done. Yeah. <laughs> so I waddled back up the stairs, and I remember having a little trouble getting out of it. <laughs> but I went, I'm sure if you I feel like it. panic I'm, for a second, getting yes, stuck in your dress. Yes. If you lay I flat, think, you might be able to... I think I might have taken a stitch rip or two to get out of it. I'm back there right now. Oh my gosh. Um. And then the other one is, gosh, I meant to look this up, but you know the butterick pattern? It's a classic butterick pattern that's um it's the dress you like put it over your head and then the front lays flat and then the back comes around and buttons oh i've seen it's like a high waist it's like a little wrap thing yeah yeah you button it in the back the front buttons in the back and then the full skirt comes around and buttons in the front it's still around like it's still in the butter it catalog mm-hmm. uh, it's very cute it's and it's so easy to make because it's like bust darts and um shoulder seam but then you do binding all the way around it uh-huh. i think in the course of life i've made four or five of them but I was making one to wear on Christmas. And with all dress-up dresses, Easter, Christmas, it sounds good to me to start it on December 24th. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I'm not talking about my That's Easter dress. Reasonable. I am talking about my Christmas dress on December 24th. <laughs> so as a new mom, Alexander was a little baby, so it's probably his first Christmas, so just a few months old. So I was up anyway. Yeah. Might as well be sewing. Yeah. And so I <laughs> had this really cool black and white gingham check like in a big one inch check um taffeta so pretty mm-hmm. and um I was like I will just whip this up and I was using my serger and I was rolling the hem instead of using um bias binding on it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the whole perimeter of this dress is bias binding if you follow the pattern which is more expensive than the fabric so I was making mad time and I almost had it all finished. Dawn is rising. I'm almost done. It's Christmas morning. Yes, it's Christmas morning. <laughs> we, in, in my house growing up, which I was still living with my mom, um, you don't open Christmas presents until after church. So there's not like anybody was pitter-pattering down the stairs to, there's no one of pitter-patter age because Alexander wasn't walking and my, bro- <laughs> my little brother was, you know, 16 or something. So anyway, no one pitter-pattering down for their Christmas presents. I had until we had to leave for church. So... I'm like doing the last bit of hemming around the perimeter and my serger was involved in this mm-hmm. and I'm zooming across Uh-oh. and I got a big chunk of the skirt <gasps> oh, no. caught in the serge <gasps> seam oh, yep. no. No. and I sliced open the skirt. Oh. So uh-huh. I wore this dress to Christmas <laughs> I took some of the excess fabric and I made a patch. And I matched it perfectly with the gingham Ooh. and sewed it over the yeah. slice, like I zigzag the slice clothes. Mm-hmm. and I sewed it over and no one was wiser. Wow. And I wore that dress to Christmas. And the lesson learned is 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 dangerous. Is are dangerous. Sergers <laughs> are dangerous, yeah. Not start your project earlier. That's yeah. not no, the No, lesson. no, no, no.
2: Nothing stops a determined woman. Oh, that's a good <laughs> lesson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: Multiple lessons to so, learn from that story. I'm sure there have been other things, but... Um, those were the two that leaped out at me as I remembered the worst sewing moments in the, I've been sewing since I was eight. So in the last 28 years of sewing, those were my two gold star moments. Those are good
1: ones.
2: Thank
0: you. Who wants to go next? Yeah. I'm the warm
1: up
2: back. I'll go. All right. So we all know that Vogue Whatever, whether it's knitting or sewing patterns, just
0: interesting because it's two different companies. Is it? I'm pretty but sure. But I think it their philosophies is the, uh, uh,
2: is the same. Give as little information on how to do anything as possible because anyone, Figure it out, dummy, because if you have, because you're if, here, you're using a Vogue pattern. You if must you be have to ask, it. you're not good enough. Yeah, then you don't deserve to have the Vogue pattern in your hands. So, but go find a Simplicity pattern instead. So I had the, I, I had the, the trifecta of bad choices. Um, don't cut out your fabric when you're on strong, cold medicine. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good Don't advice. put it together really, really late night. And certainly don't... And, and do do more than looking at the pictures. Mm-hmm. Read the instructions, even if they're not going to give you very much. You don't much. always know better than the pattern. I often feel like I, I know better than Sometimes the pattern. Sometimes <laughs> I just look at the I pic- often don't know I glance better. at the pictures. And had I... Listen to any of that advice. I would <laughs> not have made a dress, a a, a a summary dress, and lined it without actually having cut out both the fronts and the back. Made
0: the summary <laughs> dress, which has know? not been
2: finished because it really has no back. It just has a very very small front they got folded <laughs> over.
0: <laughs> and, I'm very <laughs> confused about. <laughs> okay, is this recent?
2: No, I still haven't touched that dress yet. (laughs) I still have to finish it. It's a beautiful rayon. It'll be pretty someday. Um, I think I've changed body types since I started that dress. It was... Especially since it has no back. No, no no, no, back of a dress. The front just sort of folds around and is about as big as my leg. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't understand why, but I lined... I, I, I closed it up, and I closed up the lining, and then I couldn't understand why it didn't fit to the bodice. It is smaller than the bodice.
0: <laughs> I'm sure that it's really beautifully finished,
2: <laughs> Well, I I realized that something was dreadfully, dreadfully wrong when I realized, and then I did go back. I realized I underestimated how much fabric I needed, but I, do ha- I went back and I got more fabric, so someday I will finish. It'll be a beautiful Hawaiian, it's all like Hawaiian blue floral prints, sleeveless. It's very nice if you deep v neck. It'll be gorgeous someday.
0: <laughs> what if you never finished it and threw the fabric away? That's or, exactly what I would do. <laughs>
2: I might. Or throw it in a box and think
1: someday. Well, that's what how yeah. it is now I think yeah. Well, really, someday you, is not like in my I mind I know think, I'm not going uh, to I think I face. actually
2: brought it here to the office oh, <laughs> oh, okay. you moved it that's serious so well mostly because I need the space in the closet yeah. I was like someday I'll or I'll re, if it was like a cotton I could use with quilts but it's a rayon that I can't do much else with and it is gorgeous it's beautiful
0: would oh. it fit your um, son's girlfriend
2: no she's got a womanly figure like myself
0: mm.
2: <laughs> Um, I don't know. Someday, someday, maybe it'll fit. It'll. Fit.
0: Or, no, I mean someday you will never sew it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> someday. I'll, I'll, do I
2: think I'm ever really gonna go back and fix it? Oh, no. No. no, probably not. <laughs> no. But I might repurpose. I might. Maybe I'll find some other purpose. Oh, I maybe can, you can
0: make it a skirt. I could, because like I do
2: have enough for a front you know, and a back. Don't you own a
0: seam ripper? <laughs> that's how you get out
1: of your clothes you know <laughs> yeah
2: but i'd have to care enough about that project more than the current gazillion projects are yeah, in front of me true. i mean don't you guys have those those projects that you realize yeah maybe i'm never going to get to it oh yeah and i might want to repurpose that yarn someday but then again maybe i'm just going to re-gift it to somebody yep. else
0: yep <laughs> so, i i made this that was my epic fail <laughs> I, that's awesome that was <laughs> very good. But I love how you were finishing it beautifully, because that is something that I admire. You probably you did a that, really great job. Yeah, th- that you're like a really good finisher. Uh, of, like, well, finishing techniques.
2: I, I hemmed it, the pieces, before oh, I... Put it, but, and I like I just... Lined and I hemmed. really... I was trying to cut corners, because I was running short on time. It was one of those last minute, I want to wear it for Easter. It was mm-hmm. going to be an Easter dress. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, oh... Maybe I'll fix it for Mother's Day. And that was a decade ago. Okay. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: yeah.
2: maybe. Katie, what have you epically failed at?
1: I kind of had a hard time coming up with examples. Oh, feel... that's so no, 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 humble. No. I know. I feel like people are like, oh, so... it's because you don't screw up. I think it's because I screw up all the dang time that I couldn't think of any examples that, like, really struck me because it happens so often. Yeah. Um, but I do have a couple. So, the fanny pack that I mentioned... That I made mm-hmm. I wore it out of the house I was walking around and it literally fell off of my body <laughs> <laughs> the strap had become unsewn because it it's like a cotton webbing that goes around your waist and you sew it into this other piece I had sewn it too close to the cut edge of the webbing uh, and the bar. webbing just worked its way out of the seam but it literally fell, like, I hit. I heard it hit the floor in the store. I was like, well, wow, that was really great craftsmanship. Who made yeah, this fanny pack? This? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm taking
1: this out to return it right yeah. now. So that was a recent example. That literally happened, like, a week ago. It fell off of my body. Um, I have added a zippered back pocket to one of my range backpacks. hmm and when I did it, I was sort of, I remember I asked Anne, I was like, how did I do this this one time? Like, I showed her the mm-hmm. pocket, and then I, like, figured out how I did it. I assembled it. I installed the fabric for the pocket backwards, so the interfacing <laughs> is showing on the inside of the pocket. And I was like, no one's ever going to see the inside of my nope, pocket. It's just for you. But it's, like, torn to shreds now from, like, oh. me getting my pocket, my wallet in and out yeah. of that pocket. The interfacing has totally come apart. That makes well, sense. Yeah.
0: I guess interfacing is not for public use. It's not use. meant to
1: be yeah. used like that. So don't look inside the pocket of my backpack because <laughs> it's
2: not pretty. I'm going to sneak it. look. That's fine. <laughs> yeah.
0: My dad was kind of a perfectionist and he didn't get the idea of like, no one will catch this. Mm-hmm. Not on a galloping horse. He made this beautiful grandmother clock in my, and it's in my mom's home still. And he would take it away. Oh, that's so beautiful. And then he'd take it away from the wall to show you the mistake on the inside of oh, it. Oh gosh. Yeah
1: because that's important.
0: (laughs) Yeah. 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 For me, I keep a secret till I die. Yeah. Unless I'm telling you that story here. (laughs) (laughs) Unless it's good content for the podcast and then I'll tell you. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, I don't do a lot of garment sewing, so I don't have any like epic garment fails. I do have a story that's not mine. It's my mom's, but I don't think she'll mind me sharing it because it's really funny. (laughs) It happened many, many years ago. When I was a kid, my mom made a lot of dresses for my sister and I, and she was like a pro seamstress like everything had finished French seam she did all this beautiful smocking like everything is perfect like she worked really hard
0: how cute were you guys so cute we were
1: so cute (laughs) (laughs) so she's a she knows what she's doing she's like a she's a really good sewer I don't like the word sewer sewist
2: sewist it's not seamstress it could be seamstress seems so uppity though
0: yeah or like um, that's what women in Seattle used to call themselves for their tax returns and they weren't seamstresses
1: okay okay
0: I'll, I'll let the mind wander <laughs> um it's the oldest profession it's older than being a seamstress so, so i like sewist
1: yeah i don't like sewer because it looks like sewer when yeah, you write it. I
0: do. <laughs> okay.
1: seamist okay seamist. seamist. i don't know seamist. whatever you call it my mom's good at it
2: well and a, sea, a seamist is not gender
1: true i was wondering earlier today what the male version of a seamstress is Taylor. a seamer
2: a tailor. Seamer. A seamer. <laughs> a tailor.
1: <laughs> tailor, yeah. Um, so she's good. She made all of our Halloween costumes usually. If it involved sewing, oh, she would yes, maybe, make it yeah. for us. Um and a couple of years ago I was looking in one of my family photo albums for when when I was a kid. And there's this picture of my brother wearing this Batman costume that my mom <laughs> made him. Batman. And it's you know, a super cute costume and he's standing in the backyard with his little Batman wings like out to the side and the way the sun is hitting him you can see that he's only wearing like his little like underoos like chonies underneath and he's not wearing anything else and I looked at it and I was like mom did you know that this is see-through and she was like I sent him to school like that <laughs> <laughs> he was wearing a see through Batman costume with only his little chonies in it. Uh, oh my god. When you're and that's not a sewing be- fail, but that's just a. That's when you're little, you so can funny. get away with that. He was probably like 10. Oh! <laughs> 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 that's too <totally insane. laughs> Maybe like oh 8, but still, yeah. It was so funny. Because a- she saw it, like, you know, this was like 20 years later or whatever. Yeah. And I showed her the picture in the album. I was like. Can you did, did you notice that this was see through? I want an <laughs> Instagram picture of that. I'll see if I can track it down in my mom's house. I'll see if I can find that picture because this really is pretty funny. funny. <laughs> I like it. Your yeah. poor brother. <laughs> um, the other one is a story that of one of James's my husband's um, fails. I used before I had my own studio. My quote unquote studio was in my garage, where I also have the couch that's in my studio used to be in my garage. And I used to sit at the couch and do a lot of sewing and stuff. And James moved things from my little sewing table that I was moving using one day onto the couch to like use the table for something. Yeah. And didn't realize that my iron was on. Oh. And left it leaning up the side of my couch. So if you go up my office, is that what the scorch mark is? If you lift up the blanket that's covering it strategically, there's that really nice scorch mark on my couch. That was James's fault because he moved <laughs> we my iron.
0: Should make that a part of a scavenger hunt. My someday. question: <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sure why my
1: iron was on. It might have just been hot and I had yeah. unplugged it, but yeah. Burned a hole in my couch.
0: <laughs> Did you give him a fire safety course? Probably. You should make your dad give him a fire I should. safety course. He also
1: got the talking to about my sewing scissors are only to be touched <sighs> by me. Because he was trying to, like, open a box or something with my gingers. And I was like, what do you doing? We know? He still walks no, there. No, I know. He's very nice and he's a good husband. But yes. that was one day I was like... Mm, mm, mm,
0: mm, mm. that's not good <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh, I don't think I've ever scared my eldest child or any of my children as much as the more Saturday morning my son is like 7 and he's quietly working away in his room he was an only child at that point and my husband and I are lazing about and I go to check on him in his room, and he's poised and ready to make the first cut into a piece of paper with oh. my gingers, and I was, I had this look of like,
1: <laughs> what are you
0: doing? And then I expressed that in a very loud volume, and he had, his eyes were like, big I just old just needed saucers. some scissors. Yeah, and I'm like,
1: then I explained to him about yeah. like that. I apologized to my mom recently, because I was the snot-nosed kid that had done that with her scissors. Oh. She had these two pair of these like gold sewing scissors that she got from Germany and mm. they were beautiful, but they were always around mm-hmm. and sometimes you just need to cut something mm. and she would get so mad and I never really understood until I was older and bought nice scissors, mm. why that was not okay to do. Yeah. So I did apologize to her it's at important. one point. Do all kids go
2: through a paper cutting phase? Yeah, Cause probably. we had one son mm-hmm. who, we had one son who loved cutting things with paper And it didn't have to be his paper. It could be our important papers. (laughs) (laughs) It
0: could be our text documents,
2: confetti. Because they were just sitting there on the computer table. You know, it can't be that important. Filed away anywhere important. Yeah. (laughs) No. There was that, and then my very creative son. Like to crayon on everything, like, uh, but he would find creative places, like, he would crawl under his bed and find Mm -hmm. the little space of the wall between, between to draw on the wall, (laughs) and he didn't like the washable kind, he liked the glittery, you know, neon ones, because where is eternal? (laughs) (laughs) What a segue. (laughs) Uh, My niece,
1: there's a cubby under the stairs of my house that's supposed to be used for storage and stuff, but my brother turned it into, like, a TV- watching area for my niece there's a kind of a little tv on the wall and like cushions and stuff like that and they have let her just draw on the walls in there with crayons because i don't know but it's it's very colorful she's, and it's very it's cute her
2: personal space yeah she's
1: very artistic and i'm like does she know she's not allowed to leave the boundaries of this little cubby with those crayons <laughs> she did like one day i was watching her and she walked out and had like a blue crayon in her hand and I just went like swipe on the wall and i was like what are you doing <laughs> it came off easily but yeah she did. Apparently, she didn't know she was supposed to stay inside of her cubby. Yeah, well,
0: that, this is how we learn that yep. there are places to be free and be yourself, and there are places to uh, act not color on the walls. Yeah. Harold's yeah. uh, crayon. Yeah. I kind of kept that book away from my children. <laughs> I to I inspire Alexander, them to draw with purple yeah. crayons on the wall. I think Alexander had it, but the other two have not seen that book to my knowledge, and I don't think it would have gone well if they saw a little boy making his world with purple crayon. Mm-hmm. so for our third segment we have a listener question i put it out
1: on our instagram and our facebook page um and the lovely cheryl gave us a great question and i just said any sort of question it could be anything she said do you ever favorite a pattern on ravelry because of the name kind of like the knitting version of choosing a nail polish color and I thought this was such a funny question because this, I totally do that with nail polish and just like everything in general. Yeah. It's got a funny name. I don't care what it looks yep. like, but I could tell people this is called so-and-so. Yes. So. Yes. Have you ever done that? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I
0: have. <laughs> um, I, I don't think I've done like the fun way that nail polish gets named for my patterns, but mm-hmm. I have gotten obsessed with patterns because of their names. Yeah. Um, so there is... Viajante, which I don't think is Viajante. I think it's supposed to be like Viajante or Viajant by Martina Bem. It's V I A, J A N T E. And if you give a girl from Southern California a J in the middle of a strange-looking word, mm-hmm. I'm gonna make it an H. So, yep. Viajante. <laughs> um, and it's out of place. Fun weight. To say. Yeah, it's out of lace weight, and it's like 12 or 1600 yards of lace weight, but it's adaptable. So you can like use a percentage of your yarn for the beginning and a percentage for the ending. I don't know if I'll ever make one in lace, but I do have one in worsted weight going Hmm. and it's this big triangle that you could wear as a asymmetrical poncho or you could fold it over and wear it as like a double thick triangle shawl. And it's, it's fun and gorgeous. I've met one of our knitters, um, who has made one and it's as stunning as the pattern looks on Ravelry um, but Viajante yeah. and I know people have like told me oh I checked into this and that's this how Ravelry say it. thread and this is how you're really supposed to say it but I don't care Viajante <laughs> um, and then recently there's one I've always liked but never made because it takes so much yarn but it's from Knitting in the Sun by actually a local knitter mm-hmm. the Anna Kappa Shawl. And it made the, I think it was the cover of that book. Yeah. Hmm. And it's close to our heart. Yeah. And it's by Kendra Nitta, N-I-T-T-A. That's a great last name. And her email address yeah. is K-Nitta. <sighs> I'm like, I <laughs> want to abscond with your identity so that I can have your email address. Yeah. Oh, that is so pretty. Somebody told um, me, this
1: has nothing to do with that. Um, One of our customers was saying, oh, I was trying to email you and I put in, katiefraker at and I wrote you this long email and I sent it and then I got an email back saying you have the wrong email address because my email is katiebfraker at gmail.com. So apparently there's another, there's Katie, another Katie Fraker out oh. there. And I remember she told me this before and I was like, I have to email her. And yeah. like, Hi,
0: I'm Katie B. Fraker. Yeah. I would like
1: to, I'm sorry people ask you knitting questions, but who are you? Because apparently we're twins or
0: something. You should knit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then today while I was hunting for my secret project, I... Came I came across something I had favorited in the past, and something else that fell into the same like geographical. Oh, I should make that. So there's a cowl called the Mirabella cowl, which uh. is my daughter's name, and it's not a very common name, and it's very pretty. It's by Carrie Bostick Hogue H O oh, G E. I love her stuff. Yeah, it's it, this is very pretty. I I would I really like it. I'm sure I'm going to make it soon. Um. I don't remember the design details. I just remember that it's very pretty and it yeah. has my daughter's it name. It's called Mirabella, so <laughs> sold. Yep. Um, so that's favorited and tucked away on Ravelry. And then I came across the Carpinteria Shawl, oh. which is a local place. Um mm-hmm by Stephanie Talent who we've met and Karen and, has a good relationship mm-hmm. with she is and
2: she's local to Southern California she's a
0: lovely person um and so of course it didn't surprise me she named something Carpinteria but mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. beautiful it's like a crescent shawl with this gorgeous um I think it was crescent that one yeah and it had um this really beautiful like floral petal motif that works it's it's like it's just beautiful. You should look at it. Um, and it's like a big floral thing. It's not like a small lace repeat. It's this mm-hmm. beautiful flower that blooms in the fabric. Um, so those are things that have amused me by their name. Mm-hmm. But there are some... The yarns I uh, often yeah. choose because of their names. I've definitely done that. Yeah. Um, there was one that came on the yarn track that was... Paging Doctor Sassy Pants mm-hmm. or something. <laughs> I remember that. And then I bought this yarn from um, Blue Moon Fibers from when I was in um, Portland at Twisted, where they have a huge selection of Blue Moon Fibers. Um, it's their socks that rock heavy, mm-hmm. and it was called Mr. Crappy Pants, <laughs> which my my middle son was being particularly obnoxious that trip, and so it just like really spoke to me of. Um, I personal, to buy this. I had to have it to, ma- to memorialize the pattern. and I got a pair of socks out of that yarn and a hat. So wow. nice. this last trip. To you didn't Portland, make pants? No pants. <laughs> no crabby <laughs> pants. Um, two on the nose.. <laughs> this last time I also bought more yarn from there based on names. So I'm still really obsessed with our trip last year when we got to see the eclipse. Mm -hmm. And I got this worsted weight from them that's um, total eclipse of the sun. And I'm going to use that to make something else from pom-pom. I'm going to make this cool cowl. Is that the one with
1: the two colors?
0: Yes. That is so cool. double knit and garter stitch held. So like the moons are double knit. That's so cool. And the in between is garter stitch with the two together. Absolutely. Um... This is called okay. So this he- episode, Hypatia, ha- Hypatia. Yeah, there you H- go. Yeah, H Y P A T I A. That is so cool. Okay, so I think not need to get that enough. book. There's, there's I you so can get, get it one. at Catty mm-hmm. pro- Probably, probably Barnes and Noble soon. Um, there's like four things I want to make in this. I
1: yeah, I want it just to look at the cover because yeah, it's so yeah, beautiful. The cover
0: gorgeous. So I want to make Ixchel, I want to make this Calyptra. I'm going to make Sarah to I love the Pom Pom Quarterly books. They're laid out really well. They're they feel so good. nice in they your hand. Amazing. Yeah, they're great. What's
2: the What's the Usually, there's a recipe in the back. There's this is um, a Dutch baby because there's knit and crochet Ooh. and a um, cooking thing. What is,
0: what's a Dutch baby? It's a It's, it's like a, a big puffy pink cake like that a like a pancake puffs and then falls back that. on itself.
2: Oh man, with blueberries oh, and apples, cake. that looks so good. There's
0: two other sweaters I want to make in there. I also just want back to read for that a second. Um, yeah. In, um, wanna make Luna which is um is that brioche, brioche. <gasps> beautiful and it's brioche is that two color right? yep yeah and Artemis which that's is really like, pretty this is a sleeper sweater but I think it would it's be gorgeous. so pretty to wear. It has um, oh, it's a ton yeah. of stockinette but it has this gorgeous back that's the a short is row. Really pretty. It'll show it's off your
1: so back cool. tattoo like in the picture. Yeah my back <laughs> tattoo. But yeah. you're all wondering
0: what that is <laughs> it, it actually isn't. Can't commit to a tattoo. Go back to it too.
2: so you so on the okay. question of yeah. patterns choosing things by their cool name yeah things I choose yarn it's hard to resist yarn obviously yeah. Yeah. with a cool name but I gotta say I almost I rarely remember the names of the things I'm actually knitting or crocheting on I am a sucker for a great picture yeah, yeah that to can me, do it too honestly that that hero pick that intrigues me where they show a really interesting detail. Then I want to click on that and find out more. Um, sometimes I, I sometimes I I do shop on the hot right now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, list on Ravelry, but not just the top twenty. But I'll expand it to see, you know, because sometimes you see the same people up there, and it's because they're hot right now because they're popular and they're popular because mm-hmm. they're hot right now. It kind of cycles around, and I think I had one thing on there on that list once briefly, but I didn't get to see it. it. I
0: saw it. I saw <laughs> it there. It was Karen's. Um, Provence. Uh,
2: no, it thing. wasn't that.
0: Provence was that on was on there. I right got to be on there. I never got yes. to see
2: that. Well, it, it was, was the kale for selected... Charlotte, which I has oh, yeah. been know oh, about that. Okay, that thing's of been all the things. I you've wish made. I would know. Right yeah. But now. not that. that it's right not cool, but yeah. yeah, it's just super, super roughly. It, it was something with I made that kind of spirals out yeah. like a nautilus, and it's been downloaded every day. <laughs> Since I put that free pattern out. You're like, dang, why didn't I charge a dollar for that? Nine years ago. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I would be like $18,000 richer today. Well, sort of. Maybe, well, maybe, no, maybe not. Because some people won't pay Because they wouldn't a buy a dollar. Dollar. Yeah. They won't pay a buck. Yes. Well, but,
1: good for them. It's making them use up their ruffle yarn they bought. Then. Oh, God. Even,
2: okay, so. Remember <laughs> ruffle yarn? Yeah. Even, even, my, even my stuff, it goes on Love Knitting in the UK sometimes. And I st- people are still downloading it in the UK, so I'm not even sure where you can buy this stuff, because I thought that it finally, the yarn the faded, yarn faded yeah. up, someone's dying. We it's tried somewhere. to unload it at the shop at 70% off, and it still didn't. I think she ended up just giving it away. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> there was a
1: lot of it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so it makes a great scarf, but, oh man. We worked at the yarn so store cool. for so long, and we saw so much of that ruffle yarn come through. And I taught so many people how to make those stupid ruffles scarves. I'm and totally over
0: never it. I made one. Yeah. I thought it might be fun. I made
2: one as a sample. Yeah.
0: But. I might have made one for my grandma. I
2: did, but I'm just oh, not mama. a ruffly person. Yeah, no. I just, you know, on the one hand, it had the appeal of something you can get done in an evening. Yeah. It's super fast, you know, but. It's a
1: cool yeah. novelty.
0: There must be something you've chosen on name, though.
2: There's
1: gotta be. And it doesn't mean that you had to knit it. Like you could have just like the question was have you ever favorited
2: something? Favorited something probably. I had had I ha, I would have had to be directed toward it by the designer. Yeah. First, okay, so but if you never pay attention to the name, then I did. Li- I did download even though I didn't start it. Woman must make her own arrows.
1: Ooh, that's cool.
2: Um, I seen that, and but I, I and I know the name, and and I can't see this. I'm horrible with names. I know the de- the name of the designer. She's besides. um, Oh, I almost have it. Dang it! Besides being a knitwear designer, she also is an author, and she has a couple of great, great novels to read. The kind of if you like time traveling historians. You do like her. I do. Historians from the future coming back to time before to the Middle Ages. (laughs) You'll love her. If I could just remember. Oh, I almost had it. Starts with an L. An L. Mm, Larissa Shh. Brown. Thank That's you. it. That.
1: That's She's the good. one that designed the Wonder Woman sh- shawl. Mm. That's a di-
2: Maybe it's a different Brown. Different Brown. La- but, okay, so huh. La- Larissa Brown is an amazing designer and authoress. Author. I guess author. Author is genderless. Yeah. Um, but, yes, so Woman Must Make Her Own Arrows is really an intriguing type of you, – you, you you can – it's a different shape. It's kind of like the shape of an arrowhead, but you're coming at it from four mm-hmm. different places where you make these two short arrowheads, and then you join them by picking up stitches to make the longer edges. That's Larissa Brown? Larissa Brown. The Wonder Woman is Carissa Browning.
0: Oh. <laughs> so that's how I, I confused No, I bet they Lar- get each other's emails all the time.
2: <laughs> well, and what was that one that I did that was really, has beautiful uh type of ruffle okay it was a ruffle but it was a good ruffle it's
0: okay to be a ruffle person even if you're not a ruffle yarn person
2: this was was the shawl and I just i see i'm horrible hmm. i'm gonna have to look this up so the big we'll link to it if yeah. the, the one that i used uh it does like these semicircles. oh
0: vortex something knitting mm, i have no idea I know, and you know what? I'll look
2: at it because someone just I asked you the picture. Because of it. It Ramona, has a great hero picture. Because Ramona just asked me about that, what that <laughs> right. was, and I responded to her. And now so I can't remember what I told Woman must
0: make her own arrows. Brilliant name and really gorgeous thing. So, big, yes. so it does so come together a, sometimes. That's the both worlds. That's a that's a that it, is gorgeous. And it way.
2: was it was a knit along where you had the freedom of cha- changing out colors and putting in. It was mostly garter, but you could add lace if you wanted. Mm-hmm. It was it was one of those kind of put all you could put your own touch of creativity into it and totally make it your own.
1: I have definitely favorited things based on the name and also knit things based on the name. I went through my Ravelry favorites to see what I could come up with. Um, the first thing I initially thought of was bad oyster. Oh, that was a great name. Which is a <laughs> scarf that you knit, and there are no Alex pearls. Alex It's fantastic. So there's no pearls in your oyster, so it's a bad oyster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it always gives me a stomachache when I hear you say the name. A <laughs> bad oyster.
1: Um... <laughs> I also found a pattern that I forgot I had favorited. It's called Kraken Knuckles. <laughs> and it looks like an octopus and your fingers are the tentacles. Oh, like that's a kraken. cool. I just thought that was so funny and I favorited it. I really don't have any intention on making it, but it's really funny. So I favorited it. And I, like I was it. also thinking about, remember when those Lorna's Laces colorways came out? There was Unicorn Parade. Yes. Robot <laughs> Overlord. Yes. Uh, zombie Barbecue. Yes, best I name. bought all of those.
0: Robot Overlord was gorgeous. Yep, and had a great name. Yep. Zombie Barbecue is one of the most beautiful it's things so I've good. ever seen, and I love the name. Yep.
1: And Unicorn Parade. I bought all three of them because I was like, these Unicorn have great names. Great.
0: Yeah, this is
1: great. But the Zombie Barbecue is the are... Yep. There, I feel like there was a fourth one, but I can't remember what it I was. I think there was two, but it there was like a series that they came out with all of
0: the. Basically, zombie barbecue completely stole my love. Yep, forever. And it's always. like this So I forgot about Robot Overlord. But... Yep,
1: it's this great Ugh. color, and it looks like zombie flesh, and it sounds really gross. So it looks like zombie flesh.
0: It's a soft spring green. Yep, and a rich mossy green, mm-hmm. and a purpley black, which. Is both gorgeous and then you think how gross the flesh is yep. at that point. If you think that hard about rich, it, you'll be grossed out. Gorgeous red. I think the, the green and the red overlap to make that gorgeous purple. And sometimes when it pools Ugh.
1: it can look like yeah, it's gross.
0: I well say. I but color yes. pooled it. <laughs> it looks great. And I color pooled it so the red is down the center. Do they still make that yarn? That I color like They do because I feel like I see it every once in a while. I'm gonna um, Google it right now. It's a great color. It's so
1: good. I I've made yes, they do still make it. I've made something out of it. I don't remember, but those are examples of
2: things that I. Because sometimes for the name. people
0: play on the zombie thing, and mm-hmm. you want to buy it just because, like, I love The Walking Dead, but Zombie Barbecue was such a beautiful marriage of color, planning, mm-hmm. and design. And name, yeah, so it's a great perfect. Color. and it came. It was like the leading edge of of Walking Dead was getting hot, and that yarn appeared. Yeah, yeah, that that's was a good, good one. one. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times, I find
2: that I will actually, um, I I'll pick something not so much by the name of it, but by recommendation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you you knit that cowl based on the Immortalists. Right, Based I on have. The, knit it. Yeah, I'm working on it. Yeah. Did you actually read the Mordless? No, not <laughs> I did though. I read the... I was it good? I, it was really good. Yeah, yeah I have the book. Really I, was, I need to. There's crack quite it up a, in a some lot time. of book patterns that are inspired by literature yeah. or pop culture, like you. You sent me that link to Hamilton's the Hamelnits hat, which is, Yes. I guess it had been out for it's a little really bit, but it cool is so though. cute. It has
0: all, of it's. Oh, I could see you making that in a heartbeat. Oh yeah. It all has, it's, a, it's the... a
2: hat, but it's all these quotes from Hamilton, which I am a huge fan of <laughs> Hamilton. I've got to see it three times <laughs> and I have been singing, I still sing all the songs. <laughs> I have them memorized and I've been doing that for like two years now and I don't stop singing it because it's still my favorite, one of my favorite things um but there's quite a few things okay i did see eeyore mouse ears a i saw that that's... on that it was it's very ears. cute yes they're it's mickey like the ears. mickey ears you wear to disneyland but it's eeyore but they're eeyore they which is this. like one of my favorite characters oh they're so,
0: so cute yeah I've seen, i saw uh-huh. that just today i love eeyore too I guess I'll just go over here. Mm-hmm.
2: He's a realist.
0: Nobody, nobody cares. <laughs> he owns his truth. It's raining. It's I think okay. Eeyore might be my husband.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I think uh, that's, that's an interesting <laughs> conversation <laughs> later. He's going to like, you said what about me <laughs> on the Yeah,
0: <podcast? laughs> no, no, You're leaving him for Eeyore. That's what I got.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe not. So much. I think that's it for this month. Um, if you guys have a question for us for our next, uh, customer or listener question segment, please drop us a line. Let us know. I will link to all these things that we talked about, or I'll try and remember to link all of them in the show notes. You can listen to our podcast on, uh, iTunes, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, YouTube, and directly through our website. Um, and I think that's it.
0: Thanks, guys.
2: Thank you, everybody. bye. Bye. Bye.